What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Pod. I'm your host, Julian, and today we have Star Wars Visions Volume 2 review here for you. Mondi and I are going to discuss our thoughts, our favorite episodes, what we like to see more of, and so on and so forth. Um, guys, if you're listening to the pod, please hit that subscribe button. I release content every Monday and Friday. And that's it. Let's go ahead and get straight to the episode. All right, Mondi. Julian Julian. We're back, man. It's uh, Star Wars Vision Season 2. It's time. There were a lot of episodes. Huh? Star Wars Visions Volume 2. Like I said, Season Uh, (laughs) 2. Let's get into it, man. There's nine episodes, about 15 minutes apiece. A lot of content here. Yeah, uh, from new creators around the world. So uh, yeah. instead of instead of Japan, let's let's see let's see what what we thought. In a nutshell, just what for the audience who may not have heard, what are your thoughts on season one or volume one of Star Wars Visions? Man, I really enjoyed. It. I, I I think it was honestly like a highlight. Um, and honestly, I can appreciate it a lot more now <laughs> after having seen volume two. Um, but yeah, I mean, volume one was fantastic. Like e- even now. I even though I haven't like revisited it since it first came out, I still vividly remember multiple episodes, uh, multiple storylines, um, even even like voice acting performances. And volume one, because it was done in Japan by different studios in Japan, I watched it in the subbed version. Um, and, it, and even that was a was a awesome experience. So um, I, I really appreciated volume one for what it was. Honestly, I loved it. And I, I was surprised that it was as good as it was. What, what about you? Same. I, I enjoyed it as well. It was a total surprise. I, I thought we didn't need it. I was like, why are we having Star Wars content that isn't even canon? Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it a lot more than canon stuff, if I'm being honest. Um, I agree. Some of my, my favorite episodes in Volume 1 were, of course, we all agree that The Ninth Jedi was just goaded. Um, and I also liked um, the episode with the old man in the villager in the village. Mm-hmm. That was really good. And um, the last episode, what about you? What were some of your favorite episodes? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we all agree that the the Ninth Jedi was a standout, but I think the the introduction episode with the the, the lone samurai was mm, also was, awesome. Yeah, um, I mean, that's like it's it, to me, it's just like classic Star Wars stuff. Like, there's just this isolated story of you know guy saving a village, um, but like it it was so well done. And the the Astro Boy episode, even though I, I know that's not what it's called, but the the Astro Boy episode was memorable just because. Um, Masaka Nazawa, who voices Goku in the sub Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and all that, was the voice of the main character. So, super, super interesting, man. Very entertaining. I loved it. And just briefly, what were your thoughts going into season two? <sighs> they were pessimistic at best, if I'm being honest. I mean, just because I I thought that the studios in Japan had a great foundation, and obviously they know animation and anime, and I figured that there was a lot of things that they could continue on with if they were to get a second season of volume one. Um, but I mean, that, that wasn't the case. You know, these are, these are nine totally new stories. They have no, no, um, no ties to what we've seen at all. So, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I was, I was excited, excuse me. I, I was excited enough to give it a chance just because it's more star Wars content. Um, but I wasn't necessarily, thinking that it was going to be as good as, as volume one, if I'm being honest. Yeah, same here. I was, like, totally against it. I saw we had some stop animation. I was like, I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Um, but we let's, see, did, let's, didn't we? let's see how those uh, thoughts panned out. So episode one was called Sith. Um, this was by the studio in Spain called El Guiri. 
Um, a woman and her droid are painting. They are approached by a Sith Lord and, her, and his two robot assistants. Uh, the Sith Lord reveals that the woman is a former Sith and that he comes to bring her back to the dark side. Um, and they duel, of course, and then we learn that eventually she learns to embrace both sides of the Force and she defeats the Sith. Uh, just any thoughts on this episode? I thought that there was a lot of um, good creativity here. I, I think that this is like a, a decently strong first episode with um, the, the the art style, the animation style, the the kind of color mashing that they did with, like especially like in the beginning where she's just kind of roaming around her little world, I guess, or her ship. Um, just like the 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 artistic choice here was really cool. Um, it's funny though, like I I found myself more interested in the world itself than I did the actual action in this episode. Uh, don't get me wrong, like it's always cool to see you know people go back and forth with the force and all that, but um, you know I I I, I was kind of more interested in the creativity of 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 the world than I was with like the story beats, if that makes any sense. So um, th- this was a solid first episode though. I mean, I-, I was pleased, you know, 15 minutes, you know, obviously you can't get a whole lot here, but um, I was pleased with this. Yeah. I, I, like, I mean, I started off just so ready to hate this episode when I saw that she was <laughs> painting. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to see this bitch painting for 15 minutes. Um, but I, that was just me, honestly, probably just being pessimistic already. Cause I didn't like the idea of season two going to different countries and stuff like that, but it quickly wore off, man. Cause I was like, this episode, it got going, um, you know, and I love the, uh, the whole Sith design as well. He looked really cool. Um, and, and also like when she ignited both sides of that lightsaber, like one side was like the light and one side was the dark. I was like, I've never seen that kind of choice in Star Wars done before. I know it's not canon, <laughs> but I kind of went crazy. I was like, oh, shit, that's that's kind of dope, you know? So overall, I ended up really enjoying this episode. That was, a, or like you said, a pretty solid first strong episode for me, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, episode two is called Screechers Reach. Uh, this is from the uh, animation studio called Cartoon Saloon based out of Ireland. Um, so a young girl decides, um, you know, that there's more to life and she believes that there's more to life. So she follows her calling, quote unquote, uh, to a haunted location called Screechers Reach. Three of her friends tag along with her. They quickly learn that it's indeed haunted with an evil entity in their presence. The young girl and her friends are separated, but we learn that the evil entity is an old Sith. The young girl fights off the, th- the Sith by using the Force, and she ends up, um, you know, she ends the conversation by basically cutting off the Sith's head. And the young girl and her friends are approached by a large starship at the very end, and the Sith Lord steps out to recruit the young girl <clears throat> as her new apprentice. Uh, thoughts on this episode? Yeah, I mean, initially, initially, I was I was a little bored with it, um, and that that sounds crazy coming from everything that you just said. Um, again, um, anyway, but yeah, I mean, like initially, the, the 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 episode was just going in the direction that I thought we had seen like so many times that. I was just like, okay, like we're doing this again. Like this is a classic Star Wars, you know. We're gonna fight off, fight off the the dark side and the temptation. Uh, but ultimately, man, the, the episode actually won me over. If I'm being honest, um, I I initially I was just like, okay, is, is this just about this girl killing this thing and like conquering this this demon or whatever? Um, but for for it to be a test to like join the dark side, I was like, okay, you know, this is kind of like a a, a a decent twist here. We're like, I'm actually interested in it. Um, and it was it, it was interesting. Um, this is something I should have noted in the first episode as well. But in, in the first episode, there was 
different di- i mean and i'm watching this dubbed english you know so there's like different dialects in like every single episode which i really enjoyed honestly like this this is something that you just can't really get if it's only japan right so the first studio was in where, where was it uh spain it was in spain this one was, was ireland this one was ireland um and yeah I, 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 I thought it was cool yeah I'm and once the once the episode ended, like it, it like took a second for the credits to roll. So I, I, I thought that it was gonna give us like a like a, a epilogue. It's gonna say something like, "And she became the darkest Sith Lord ever," or something like that. Because like she, mm. she's just like, "All right, nigga, I'm out." Like I'm, I'm this, you know, this is this is my journey. But yeah, it didn't. But yeah, I actually really enjoyed this episode too. I thought this one was probably one of the highlights for me. Yeah, I, I agree. Just like you, I thought it started off pretty kitty. And it, I got I got invested really quickly when I learned, you know, what was going on. It was it was some real kind of like horror imagery with this as well. I was like, OK, this is kind of cool. Like even like just the sound design, like the old Sith, the way she was screeching. I was like, that's, you know, that, that, that kind of gives me ideas for what I would want, you know, something live action or maybe something that is canon. So, so I thought they played with the horror aspect really, really great. And also I thought just the reveal at the very end was brilliant. I mean, I was like, wow, like this is off to a really good start for this season. Um, you know, just the whole idea that that like you said, that was a test. To become mm-hmm. a Sith, and you could you could just see her friends were like, no, like you know, like mm-hmm. you're but you're bugging, you're tweaking, <laughs> it, but like but like that kind of goes back to the very first point, like she just wanted, she believed that something something more for her the entire time, and that that calling that she had was essentially just the dark side reaching out to her. I thought was, that was done really well, so I love this episode actually. One one thing I'll mention here is that this episode kind of starts this theme of you know, you're meant for something bigger and you kind of just got to pick up and leave. Like in, you know, in, in some of the later episodes we see it and in later episodes and like the way it's done, like it really bothers me. Like it, it really bothers me. But here I thought it was done beautifully. Like yeah. if, 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 if you're going to leave, make it make some actual sense. Like this, this kid clearly has a sucky fucking life. Like sure. She has friends, but they're, they're not family. Um, And like, this kid clearly strives strives to be more than just some mind worker or whatever the fuck they were doing so like okay i get it but like for you to just like leave your family that you <laughs> that you've known all your life and like you like you 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 love your family all of a sudden some random nigga comes he's like hey man you gotta do this alone no i'm not i'm, I'm not rolling with that but whatever go ahead man let's keep going <clears throat> episode three in the stars this is by punk robot studios in chile um, two sisters are living on in, on land that is now occupied by the Empire. We learn that their mother and their tribe was wiped out when the Empire invaded. Uh, the younger sister saw that her mother used the Force before she died, and she's convinced that she can use the Force too. Uh, the older sister tries to instill in her, you know, that the Force isn't real, pretty much. And then one day, when the Empire captures the younger sister, the older sister fights off the Empire to retrieve her. And when she's thrown off a cliff, the the, the small the small one, you know, and then the older one uses the force to kind of stop her fall and essentially destroy the Empire base. Um, thoughts on this episode? There's nothing more annoying in like any form of media than like a fucking kid that just won't listen. Like I I I I like really try to look past it and enjoy this episode, but there was just multiple times where I'm just like, what are we doing? Um, to me, this episode was a step down from what we had seen. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like there, there are certain things that that were cool in here, um, especially um, the, the 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 ending where they destroyed the base. But overall, man, this this, this is more of like a frustrating uh, episode for me. And 
the fucking stops the, the the stop animation like i i'm i'm not rolling with it again like i don't get why it's still a thing like i don't get why people enjoy it um it looks stupid and i hate it so those are my thoughts okay yeah so we got some big disagreements on this one um <clears throat> I thought this animation was beautiful. I thought it was just absolutely stunning, the stop animation. And you're right. The, the younger sister was, like, super bad and doing everything she was told not to do. Um, but she kind of won me over as well. Like, I thought her, her little voice was adorable. I don't know what kind of accent that was. Maybe it was, maybe it was, <laughs> it was a Chilean. Chilean. Chilean accident. <laughs> sister, sister, empire. Right. We right. back here. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh. Look at the stars. They're all my family stars. <laughs> Mama oh, star now. <laughs> Mama dead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought this episode was great, man. I thought it was definitely influenced by like industrialization and the effects that it has, you know, on cult, you know, on cultures and people that are kind of indigenous. Um, when the older sister unlocked the, their, her force ability, I thought it was just such a powerful moment to me. Um, you know, it got me to, you know, I, I get this this episode kudos, man. Like to get me to care about as a person or a character in fifteen minutes is that takes a lot of like great storytelling. And I'm I'm sorry I didn't impact you the way it impacted me, but I was I really felt for them at the end when she used the force to catch her younger sister. Cause she was like, you could tell she had grown grown up in a society or in the world now where she's just like the force. Let's just put that away. Let's just focus on surviving. Um, but the but like the younger sister was like no like you know she saw something in her mother that eventually was passed down to the older sister I thought it was just a beautiful kind of full circle moment when she did use the force to kind of save her sister, um, and yeah and it also I thought it was very cute like how the the younger sister was trying to like trying to use the force with her like I still think I, I still think in, in my mind like she thinks that she was really using the force too like no <laughs> you, older older sister has it you don't have it baby sorry um, not yet. Uh, why I talk like that? <laughs> also, it was really. Uh, you don't have it, baby. Sorry. I know, right? Like, it's gay as hell. Um, yeah, it was. Anyway. <laughs> also, I thought it was really impactful as well when the empire was destroyed at the very end, and the clouds cleared in the sky, and we saw like the star that kind of like, you know, was like her mother represented in the sky. I thought that was a very powerful moment as well. So a lot of just good, just stuff in this. And honestly, the sad truth is like in reality, like if that would have really happened, the empire would just come back you know, with more firepower and it would be the rapid ass story. Like that, that's what happens in real life. And so you, you can look at it two ways, like the end of the story, like they live on happily ever after, or you can look in reality, like the empire comes back with a bigger base, more firepower, shoot them down. And, uh, and yeah, that's why the empire is so devastating. So I enjoyed it. I mean, that, that is what happened. I mean, her, her mom tried to do the same thing that they did and her mom succeeded smallly. And then they mm-hmm. brought those fucking, uh, what are they at, at, or eight, eight, whatever the fuck those big shits are called. Wipe them niggas out. So, yeah. Thank you for your cynicism. Uh, episode four, I Am Your Mother. This is by Ardman uh, Studios in England. Um, this, they're from the same creators as movies like Flushed Away, starring Hugh Jackman, uh, and, and Wallace and Gromit, um, which you can tell with animation style. Um, young, a young girl dreams of being a pilot. She goes to an annual family race event where she's embarrassed by her mother and their raggedy old ship, so she doesn't even bother to tell her mother about the race. Her mother shows up last minute at the race and they thrust and they are thrust into the competition against all odds. They're able to beat her local bully and her mother and they come in and they come in first place. What are your thoughts on this episode? Um, This one wasn't that fun either. Um, I will say that. I mean, it's kind of crazy that like Star Wars is such a massive universe now that there's like a place for these little weird, wacky stories, which is which is cool. Um, but as somebody that's like consuming content, uh, I could have done without watching this. This was, uh, like I said, like it, it, it wasn't like bad or terrible or anything like that. It just, 
it, it it just didn't really have the kind of heart that I'm looking for in a Star Wars story. Um, and you know, maybe if I was a parent, it would have hit me differently. Uh, but I'm not. So this this episode was just kind of there. It was just something to watch. Took up 15 minutes of my life that I'll never get back. If I'm being real, what do you think? Yeah, this was just like a cutesy little episode. Like it, it definitely reminded me of like movies like Wallace and Gromit or Chicken Run, just by the animation style, and of course they're done by the same studio. Um, but like overall, I think it's more so for kids. It's just kind of like learning about appreciating your family and you know and being grateful. This kind of was in the same vein as in season one, the the Rock episode when they were on Tatooine. Um, that kind of reminded me of that, even though I enjoyed that episode more. Um, but I guess oh, it was really cool. Like on, like on the on the bully ship, she had like a mini Death Star. Did you notice that she had like mm-hmm. a mini? I thought that was really dope. But other than that, like you said, this is kind of forgettable. Um, but I think maybe some people with like a younger audience might enjoy this a little bit more. I agree. Uh, episode five, Journey to the Dark Head. This is by Studio Mirror. This is a huge studio out of Korea, South Korea, which have made stuff that you, that you know, like uh, like Legend of Korra and the fourth season of Boondock. So this is, I've, I've heard of Studio Mirror even before this season. Uh, have you? No. Okay. Um <laughs> a girl sees brief glimpses of prophecies and stones on this particular planet that represents the balance between the light and the dark side of the force. She presents an idea to the Jedi Council to destroy the monument that, that represents the dark side to stop the war. They approve her request and they pair her with a young Jedi. The, the Jedi she's paired with um, fought a Sith Lord in the past who killed his master. The Sith Lord spared him due to his anger when he saw that he saw a young Jedi. He can like turn him like later on, turn him out. <laughs> On their way to the monument, <laughs> they are intercepted by the Sith Lord, and the Jedi kills the Sith, and the girl realizes that destroying the dark side of the monument is not the way. Thoughts on this episode? This this one was uh it was cool. It, it was it, it was more interesting than the last episode we watched. I actually think I fell asleep on this episode. I mm. got a little bored like mid fight, which is crazy again. Um, Damn. <laughs> I, no 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 no. I, I will say the 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 animation was great. Um, and you can tell that they put in budget and money for the for the fight scene between the uh, the Jedi and the Sith Lord. Um, but again, man, ultimately this one just it th- this one didn't have really anything for me. Um, I understand the themes and I get what it was trying to present, but I feel like I've seen this before, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just that. This this one didn't really bring anything new to the franchise or to me as somebody that consumes Star Wars. So um, it it was nice and pretty to look at at times, uh, but ultimately I don't think that I would ever like revisit this. For, yeah, for I, I, I thought it was cool, man. I, I like it wasn't the, the best, but it definitely wasn't the worst either. And like no. you said, they had some very crisp animation. Like that looked like it kind of like reminded me of like Volume One a little bit, like that like Japanese anime style of animation. Even though it's a South Korean studio, um, the Sith Lord's design was like amazing. I, I, it like, was. I want to see that in like you know the canon verse. Like he had like the Doc Ock arms and like the, the mask was just <laughs> super was super dope. But like he just took his mask off and he like Pegasus off Yu Gi Oh. You I was like, okay, inspiration. Um, and like you, like the lightsaber fights look great in this episode. Like they look like the I love when like how they like newer Star Wars content is like even like the live action stuff. They really make a contrast to show you like these lightsabers glow. Like I know that sounds weird, but like they really glow and they're they're like a glaring kind of thing that you would see in real life. So. Like the red and the blue clash, and I, I thought it was a very brutal kill when he killed the Sith. Lord. I thought that, like they tried to make a point, like okay, he might transition now to the dark side because of the way that they teased it the entire episode that like he was going to transition. But like chopping off the nigga's head is like 
I don't think Jedi. Well, I mean, if you're fighting for your life, you got to do that shit like that, I guess. But I mean, uh, um, uh, Samuel Jackson did it to um, Django Fett. You're right. You're right. He sure <laughs> did. I don't Chop know. That nigga. That was a brutal kill. Um, but yeah, overall, like you said, I, I thought it was just cool. Episode six, The Sky Dancer. Uh, this is by Studio Le, Le Cachet out of France. Um, they've done stuff that you might have heard of, like Primal on Adult Swim. I thought it was really good. I actually watched that. And Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. I heard it was really good. I never watched it, though. Um, so two two um, rebel spies host a ball for stormtroopers in the Empire. Their plan is to kind of like sabotage the ball by blowing it up while they're doing their little circus act. The, the leader of the two rebel spies is about to assassinate an Empire commander when she aborts the mission after realizing that it's her long lost son that the Empire took from her, um, you know, a while ago. So thoughts on this episode? This episode was absolutely fantastic, bro. I, uh, I, I was, I was shocked. Like five minutes into the episode, or even like looking at the preview, I'm just like, this is gonna be another stupid fucking episode that I just, that I'm just gonna have to sit through until I get to probably the finale or whatever the case may be, because I'm sure that's when they're saving all the good shit. Let me just point out, there was no force, there was no lightsaber action in this episode at all, and this was the best episode bar none. Like I like people. People like to make the point that Star Wars is only interesting because of the Force or because of lightsabers. And bro, like, there, 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 there was nothing in here but, 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 but story, um, callbacks, and just, and just characters that, like, again, I would, I, I would love to see more of. Um, the, the Lee, Lee, what the fuck, Lielolo, whatever the fuck her name was, um, she was looking like a fucking god, like, in, in this entire episode, like, with the, with the, the the sheets and the dress and the the moves it, it, it honestly reminds you of like a kung fu film if i'm being real like like in 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 asia in china this is how they they made films back in the 70s 80s and 90s like with with all the flying and the 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 motion and the the movement um it was just beautiful to watch i mean and obviously the 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 story hits you like it it's a great twist if i'm using like if like uh, we're getting twist in star wars visions like what the fuck like um it was it was awesome like i i don't know like and 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 again this was a 16 minute maybe from like start to finish runtime i i couldn't believe that they were able to fit in a beginning middle and an end make it meaningful and impactful and make me care like i i was blown away by this i was like wow this is this is how you fucking do it basically what do you think totally agree man this is just such a great story like you said in 16 minutes i would love for them to expand this yeah um just so many things to point out. Like, first of all, the 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 K2 SO droid from from Rogue One was terrifying in this. Like, he looked like a fucking mm-hmm. ter- Terminator or some shit. All black, baby. Black Air Force <laughs> energy. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Um, and even like the small detail, like of the of the the commander, like her son, he he like removed his horns to like assimilate into the Empire. Like, I'm not um, trying to get too deep. They removed not... it for him. Oh, okay. Well, I'm not trying to get too deep. But that kind of reminded me of like you know, like slavery times when like. A slave master would pick a certain slave and and make him the master, so he could he could feel like a sense of power. But they would like take certain things from him, uh, from his identity, his culture, so that he he would not you know, uh, you know like uh, think of that when he's in his new position of power. I thought that was just really like deep to me, uh, and I, I really just appreciated that. And um, like you said, as well, they took his eye. Yeah. Oh, the empire took his eye. Yeah, I mean because if you look, they they have two separate color eyes. And they had the horns. So right. he, he he had his horns taken and covered, and he had an eye patch over his other eye. Wow, I, I didn't even pick up on that. Well, look, that, that just kind of goes to my point. Like, that just it's just great storytelling without even having to do too much. 
Um, and yeah, this is just by far like the standout to, to me. Like I, I love this episode from start to finish. Yeah, agree, man. Agree. Blown away by it. And, he, and I was so mad when she didn't assassinate this nigga. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, kill him. <laughs> you know? I'm like, Who? why did she kill the, the mother when she had a chance to assassinate the commander? I'm like, why didn't she? Kill oh, him? yeah. And like you said, the whole twist. Like I thought that was just such a great thing, man. Yeah. And yeah, one. I, I, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say like when. When when she saw the guy and she thought that that was the guy who had taken her son all those years ago and she fell like some of the some of like the imagery there where like it was just like a blackness over the commander's face. And you saw the, the K2SO just in the background. It just looked like super villainy. I was like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, this is amazing. Again, like this little dumbass Star Wars vision show is like making me feel like, I, I just right. loved, loved it. Yeah, to make you feel like you said in 16 minutes, man, that takes that takes it's really tough. good storytelling. That's that's tough to do. It's I've, I've watched whole seasons of, of, of series and not felt nothing. So. <laughs> uh, yes, sweet tooth. I'm, t- I'm looking at you. <laughs> it's not a sweet tooth shot. <laughs> Damn. Like, what, what the fuck did I? Sweet tooth like that. I do shit. Anyway, uh, sweet tooth. Episode seven: The Bandits of Golok. This is by 88 Pictures in India. Uh, a brother and his younger sister are traveling by train. The younger sister displays the force and they are forced to exit the train when stormtroopers find out that she has the force. They take shelter in a, a nearby village when, when a Sith appears after hearing about the girl's abilities. Uh, an elderly woman in the village reveals that she's a Jedi and she defends her and her brother from the Sith. The elderly woman then takes the young, the young girl um, under her tutelage um, and she now has to kind of leave her brother behind and train as a Jedi. Thoughts on this episode? Yeah, this episode pissed me off. Um, but I will say <laughs> that um, the the design of the uh, I think he was an inquisitor. The the design of the like the inquisitor, the Indian dude, mm-hmm. um, it, it was like super cool. Like he kind of reminded yeah, it, it kind of reminded me of like Jafar from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but like again, like this this whole this whole like representation thing is awesome. Um, I'm glad that like there's Indian Jedi, and you know um, uh, we had. Uh, Spain, we had Chile, now we have Indian too, so cool. Um, but yeah, this 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 entire notion that you're supposed to leave your brother after your entire family's been killed by the Empire to go train with some lady that you never met, um, and like you can have no contact with him, like it, it's it. I mean, it it, it kind of takes me back to the whole Grogu and Mando thing. Like you want <laughs> you want him to leave his son. Or, you know, you, you want him to leave his father, essentially, to go train? For what? Nigga, like, there's, there's peace. I mean, with, with them, anyway. I mean, obviously, here, there's no peace. But um, it's, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's kind of, like, old-fashioned, in my opinion. But whatever. I'm, uh, that's semantics. Um, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the, the action here was great. Um, this is another time where, like, if somebody's old, wash the fuck out. I mean, like, <laughs> that's just the way it works. Yeah, you thought it was like, a cane? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call it an ambulance, but not for me, bitch. Like she pulled out two of them things, nigga. It was boxing his ass. Um, yeah, it was it was cool, man. I, I I enjoyed the episode, but I didn't enjoy the ending, I guess. But what would you think? Episode was just okay. It was lower end for me. Um, it felt more like an ode to like South Asian re- representation than like in culture, and really like an attempt to tell like a good story to me. I mean, in my opinion, so. But I do want to address what you said about like the whole Jedi thing. Like that's kind of been the problem, though, right? Like we've we've seen like the Jedi's teachings have led to like a lot of corruption because they're just too by the book. But on the opposite end of that, playing devil's advocate, like 
if you're in a time of war and you're lacking Jedi and the Empire has is running no muck with all these Sith and Inquisitors, like you got to take extreme measures. Like if that means taking kids from their families because uh, you need you need firepower, you need Jedi, then I mean, I, I get it, you know. Do you, uh, not, you know, you not understand that? Sure. Sure. I mean, like, like, for, like, what do you them, do? Like, you, can't let, you can't let them have all these force-sensitive niggas on, on your side, and you have nothing on your side. Like, you got to combat that somehow. Okay. But to, to, to strip people from their family, that's kind of, uh, whatever. I mean, I guess I guess it's, it's, it's going to happen one way or the other, right? It's either going to be them or the Empire that kills your family. So why not leave your family now, go train, and just, just hope hope they make it? I mean, attachment leads to the dark side. Did, did, did uh... Did, did Yoda not say that? So if you are attached to your family to the point where you just can't live without them, then and you're force sensitive, then you'll probably go to the dark side anyway. I mean, Luke didn't. I mean, he had attachment to his sister Leia and his best friend Han. But that nigga has your nigga when his parents got fried up in episode four. <laughs> he said, "Okay, where's the adventure?" <laughs> <laughs> He's anyway. like, "Finally, fuck." No, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> I'm tired of tattooing, Grandma. That's too damn bad. Too damn bad, Luke. Get your ass in that motherfucking farm, nigga. All right. Anyway, uh, episode eight, The Pit. Uh, um, oh. This is by... <laughs> Let me not start. This is by... Uh, we, had one, we had one chance, man. <laughs> anyway, this is by uh-huh. The Art Shioto and Lucasfilm, believe it or not. Um, this is... a. Um, the art is like Japan studio and the fourth Lucasfilm is USA. Uh, a group of slave miners hmm, mm-hmm. are being, <laughs> are mm-hmm. being. <laughs> First of all, oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. 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 Get the preview out the way because I got some fucking things to say about this. Me too, bitch. <laughs> a, a group of slave miners who are black, by the way. Yeah. Are, are being forced to mine for kyber crystals by the Empire, okay? They oh. dig a giant deep old hole now, and then the, <laughs> em- the Empire leaves them for dead. Yeah. A young boy climbs out of the pit to go tell a nearby city to go help them. The Empire kills him by throwing him down the pit, and the nearby city's citizens eventually come and rescue everyone. Thoughts on this episode? So, I was sitting there for a long time when this episode ended, trying to think about, like, what takeaways positively could I have from this? Like, like, you know, like, I mean, first of all, I shouldn't have laughed as hard as I did when they threw that nigga down that pit. Like, I was dying laughing. Like, You're actually sick. No, like, like this nigga thought that he made it. Like, he was like, I'm out. Like, let's go. Like, come on, bro. Like, y'all, y'all got to help me. Stone Troopers is like, bitch, what? Like... <laughs> who, who let you out the pit, nigga? Like, <laughs> this nigga felt like Mufasa, bro. Yeah, like they, hey, they, they just threw that nigga like, like he was fucking trash. That's crazy. Bro, I thought uh, like he used, he used the force by the time he got to the bottom, like he used the force and like no, yeah, no, nah. yeah, that nigga did. Yeah, that that nigga's legs are all over the place. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I mean, slavery. Black people in Star Wars? Like, how fucking dare they? Like, what? Lucasfilm? Lucasfilm? Yeah, it's like, like, picking stuff? Like, bro, like, what are, like, what are we doing? Like, come on, bro. How how fucking on the nose can you be? Um, Yeah, I, yeah, I, when, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. All right, let, let me just look at my notes. Slavery, oppression, propaganda, cruel <laughs> world. I mean, like, <laughs> What am I supposed to say about this? Like, 
what positivity came from this episode? Did they get okay that they got rescued at the end? Okay. I don't know. Go ahead, Monty. What, what do you think? So, like I said, we had one fucking chance. By we, I mean black people that make a good episode <laughs> in Star Wars Visions. And we chose to go the political route. Listen. We really did. We really did. Uh, now, this, I thought this was going to be like, I've noticed up until now, like, every episode has, like, a female lead. I'm like, okay, so we got our first male lead. Interesting. I'm like, that's not a bad thing, by the way. That I don't care about the female leads or whatever, but I just noticed it's very interesting. Like, 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 a, like a deliberate choice to have, like, a female lead every single one of these episodes. Wow, I didn't but, notice that at all. Interesting. So I, I thought we had a male, but no, we didn't. Really, they focus on the younger sister in the latter half of the episode and her her journey or whatever to the force. Um, when he was thrown down that pit, like, I was like, damn, that's kind of dark. Like, shit, like, damn, that's the, that's the episode that, that we get. And I hate that, like, the, the black episode had, like, the least entertaining episode, in my opinion. Like, I was, uh, yeah. I was like, I was just rooting for us, you know? Like, because <laughs> Disney Plus is going to see the ratings and, like, okay, that's their, that's their last fucking chance. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Niggas and, can't never have nothing, and here's we why. Can't, we can't get nothting, man. And the, the post credit scene, did you, did you watch that? No, I didn't see a post credit scene. Okay, well, there's a post credit scene where they go back to the pit, and there's like like graffiti of his face, and that's like clearly like an allegory to like p- police brutality and like social mm-hmm. justice. Like you know, when when like a social warrior dies, they kind of put the graffiti of like Tamir Rice, you know, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff all over the city. George I get Floyd. it, like George mm-hmm. Floyd, and. I don't know, man. Of course, the black studio had to be the one to kind of just throw that in there and like, we, like, can we just have a cool story? No, you know? no, you can't, nigger. You're black, and we're gonna make sure that you know you're black. And there's and bigger got- things than Star Wars out here. It's time for huh. you to be woke and wake up, bro. Like in a galaxy far, far away, a long time ago, we still dealing with this shit. We, we can't get your fucking break. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. But yeah, this episode kind of pissed me off. I see what they were trying to do, but it just felt too on the nose and too like you know, I don't I don't need a champion in Star Wars, bro. Just just give me a good story. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I agree. Yeah. Last last episode here, episode nine. Um, Awu song. This is by Triggerfish in South Africa. Uh, a planet full of corrupted. There's a planet full of like corrupted kyber crystals. A father who mines the crystals lives with his young daughter. She is force sensitive, and she uses a song to purify all the red corrupted kyber crystals. Kyber crystals. Kyber crystals. Um, <laughs> 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 it did turn blue. Hang on that motherfucker. Okay. Kyber crystals. And then the episode ends with her being taken under the wing of a Jedi uh, to train off world. Thoughts on the final episode? Uh, if I'm being real, this episode was kind of ass. Um, I. No, 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 no. Stop. No, for real. Look, I. <laughs> You're again, fucking the worst. No, 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 no. Look. Um, having a voice that can purify kyber crystals, okay, that's new. Um, sure, let's let's do it here. Um, but <laughs> again, bro, like this, this this episode didn't do anything for me. I'm never gonna watch it again. Um, <clears throat> the, this kid leaves her father that she's been with her entire life to go train with a Jedi. What do you think? This episode, I mean, it wasn't like the best, but I, I thought it was really good, man. I, I mean. I thought they had a super unique animation style. Like, was that stop animate? Was that stop motion or just something different? I couldn't even tell it, what the fuck that was. It, it, it kind of looked like it, but yeah. I mean, I, I would say it might have been a blend of that and something else. And the use of music, I thought was really cool and really creative in here. Like, like, like that is a far pitched idea, like singing a kyber crystal into purity. But uh, I thought, I mean, just for what this was, like I said, not canon. I thought it was really cool. Like, I like how they use music. I, I like her song. She was singing, <laughs> singing to them crystals. Uh, and I've noticed at this point. Shut the fuck up. 
You're still evil. And I noticed, like, at this point, like, a lot of the episodes deal with, like you said, like a youngling, <laughs> you're evil, a youngling heading off to, to the call of the forest by a Jedi. And that kind of got repetitive. But overall, I did enjoy this episode. I thought it had it hit emotional beats for me at points. So um, not the best way to end the season, but not bad by any means, in my opinion. Yeah. So overall, what are your thoughts on season two? I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like it. Um, it it started off pretty good. Like I, I was I was enjoying most of what I was seeing, and then episode six was like the high for me. But pretty much after that, there was nothing else that I really like latched onto or loved. And I don't think there's anything that I would ever come back to in this aside from that one episode. So, like I said, like like I said earlier, it, it, it's a step down for me personally from what I had seen in uh, volume one. But I. I do think that this season presented a lot of different themes and ideas. And I think that opening up the, the, the studios to, for it to be worldwide instead of outside, uh, instead of, instead of just inside of Japan, um, was it a benefit or a hindrance? I'm not, I mean, I I don't know, but I will say that it was cool to see the representation and to see all these different fans making, making their visions or their reality come true. Um, but ultimately I don't think that, I mean, I, I, if I had to grade it, I'd probably give this season uh, a C like ultimately I think that it was just okay to average. Um, even if you're like a pure diehard star Wars fan, like Jake, I would, I would be like hesitant to recommend this to him. That's just me being honest. Mm, okay. We have a little bit different opinions. I thought this season was, I thought it was pretty good, man. I mean, I did have some stinkers, not stinkers, but. Nothing was really bad, just more so like not as good as the others. Like, of course, the black episode and the Indian episode. That sounds crazy. So to work, it to work really like does. That. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but I will say that it was pretty ignorant of me to kind of think that, oh, because it's going worldwide now, it'll be lesser. Because um, now that uh, in hindsight, like I like you say, I like the diversity. I like seeing different people like I, I liked what Japan did in volume one, obviously. But expanding the world and letting other countries tell their story and like they express their love for Star Wars is a really good idea. And I was ignorant for thinking that otherwise. Um and like just also like every episode had like i said had a, had a female lead every single one so that's interesting I, they had to be deliberate right i mean i mean how could that not be i, I didn't even episodes. notice that but that, that it, it is interesting and it probably was deliberate yeah um and i thought just like overall the various animation styles were, were stunning even episodes i didn't like as much i thought they were still really good animation that i could appreciate um and i thought it like i said just being able to achieve that those emotional deaths within the 15 minutes is really hard to do i wish they kind of gave some episodes longer time like i feel like volume one had like longer episodes like night Jedi was like 45 minutes i believe or like 30 minutes was it or, like, or, or, or like, like the episode with like um the, the bunny remember the bunny on that planet mm-hmm. like that was, that, was, that was like 35 minutes so I'll, i don't know why they chose to give these episodes only 15 minutes but um i don't know but it still worked i guess in terms of the emotional aspect um mm-hmm. i never thought honestly i like this i give this season the b plus um i gave mandalorian a c i never thought i enjoyed this season more than fucking mandalorian season three which i love the mandalorian so that might speak volumes to what's going on with the Mandalorian. Um, but now I just kind of want to ask you just to use a couple of questions of like, what, what are your favorite, like least favorite of the episodes of the season? Um, what, what were your least favorite episodes in your or episode in your opinion, I guess? Uh, the least favorite was, I think it was episode four. Hold on. I have it here. Yeah. Episode four, the racing episode. Um, again, there, this, this episode wasn't inherently bad. There was like nothing wrong with it. Like it, it wasn't like it was boring or whatever the case may be. It's just that I, I don't think that it was for me personally. And there wasn't anything for me to really latch on to in terms of like, 
oh, like I resonate with that character or, you know, like, oh, I've been there before. Like I, I, I love my mom. So sorry. Are you okay? Mine was yeah, allergies. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> mine, mine was uh, episode eight, the pit, unfortunately. Ah, the nigga episode. Just, yeah, we had one chance and blew it. So next question is, what, what's your favorite episode and what's the episode that you want to see adapted into live action just from like a story standpoint? So, so try to make them two different answers, I guess. I mean, I know your favorite is the Sky Dancer, but. Yeah, the, the favorite was the Sky Dancer episode by far. I don't, I don't think it's close. I mean, like I said, uh, just the just the surprise factor, the that uh, aerial movement and the fact that it didn't have to have the force or lightsabers in it to make it great was awesome. Um Something that want to go live action. Uh, that's interesting. Probably the easiest one to be would be the the light and dark one, where you know the dude killed his master, and mm. um, you know he had to get revenge and cut the nigga's head off. I think that would be the simplest one to bring to live action. But I mean, I think any of these could honestly translate over easily. What do you think? My favorite was episode three in the stars, which is a stop motion one you didn't care for as much. And episode six, of course, the sky dancer. And my my live ad, my live action one I would want is by far uh, Creatures Reach. Man, I, I I want a horror film. Give me a horror film um, set outer rim somewhere. I don't want no Skywalker tie-in, nothing like that. Just give me something like this, but like expand it out. Obviously, I think that, that they, like you could really pull on some heartstrings there. You can have like a really cool climax with the whole her killing the Sith Lord. Like, that could be really cool. And, of course, at the very end, the, the big cherry on top would be the Sith Lord coming down. We're saying, oh, shit, there's other Sith Lord out there. And I think that, that, that could be a really cool thing a- adapted into live action. Um, like I said, the, the horror vibes would be the most thing that would be the most compelling for that, for that in my opinion, because we've never really seen horror in Star Wars. Um, so, But, yeah, that kind of wraps it up, guys. Um, volume 3 of Star Wars Visions is already in the works. Um, so we'll see if ah. they go back to the Japanese studios or continue the worldwide thing. They won't. There's, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, 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 they're not going to despan. They're going to expand. So, um, great. Can't wait to watch volume three. Let, let's hope there's another gym in there. Oh, you know, I hope, I hope there's a couple gems in there. Uh, but yeah, guys, that wraps it up. Star Wars Vision Spot. Thank you. Thank you, Monty.